Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Well, Northlanders, here we are, hour number three. And let's talk immigration, especially illegal immigration. This morning, I happened to see the story that uh, came across the wire services that the Texas uh, Attorney General, a guy by the name of Paxton, is promising to continue to fight. The fight is not over. However, the Supreme Court has now ruled that Biden's administration can continue to cut the razor wire that Texas has set up between, uh, well, they they strong uh, razor wire between uh, a number of uh, um, trailer units or these uh, container units to try to keep the flow of illegal immigrants out of the state of Texas. Now, let's review what this particular administration, the Joe Biden administration, has done uh, to uh, to help the uh, to help the federal government because they're the ones that are supposed to be responsible uh, to keep immigration legal and the flow of illegals out of this country. Number one, they've told Texas, you know, those buoys you deployed up and down the Rio Grande River to keep people from coming across the river, you you didn't stop the flow of traffic, you didn't impede uh, commerce or anything else, but you can't do that. This is Joe Biden has said to Texas, you can't do that. Uh, we're not we're not going to allow you to uh, put buoys out to keep people from coming across illegally. Uh, then, uh, then they then the state of Texas passed a law that said local authorities, local sheriffs, local police, whatever, if they rounded up somebody and they found out they were illegal, they could arrest them and deport them for being illegal. Well, the federal government came back and said, no, Texas, you can't do that. You, you can't. Yeah, technically they broke the law because they came here illegally, but you can't, you can't arrest them. You can't send them back. Then uh, along the line somewhere, Texas decided, you know what, we're going to put up razor wire. They're coming across by the millions. We want to, you know, we don't want them here unless they come here legally. So they set up razor wire. Now the attorney, the uh, uh, the Supreme Court, and by the way, this is rather interesting, the Supreme Court, uh, the three liberal justices, along with Justice John Roberts and Justice Amy Coney Barrett, who were supposed to be conservative judges, they voted along with the liberal judges to allow the practice of cutting the razor wire to continue, which in essence does nothing more than say to illegal immigrants, come on up, the border's open. See, the four the four true conservative justices, Clarence Thomas, Sam Alito, Neil Gorsuch, and Brett Kavanaugh, they voted to deny the application to vacate the injunction. But John Roberts and Amy Coney Barrett joined 
the other three liberal justices. So now the Biden administration had argued <clears throat> that once migrants are in the U.S. on U.S. soil, uh, border agents must apprehend them and has claimed the wire inhibits border patrol ability to patrol the border. Man, oh man. Let me read that again. The Biden administration has argued that once migrants are on U.S. soil, border patrol agents must apprehend them and has claimed that the wire inhibits border patrol's ability to patrol a border. How so, Joe? The administration has also argued that federal immigration laws supersede Texas's own efforts to control the border. Now, maybe on a technicality that's true, that immigration is a federal, uh, supposed to be a federal obligation. But you know what, Joe Biden? You're not enforcing the laws. That's why Texas is trying to do this. Because they're trying to keep people out of their borders, out of their territory. So I, I guess technically you could say, yeah, well, they're, you know, the Border Patrol are supposed to apprehend them when they're on our soil. But you're not allowing them to come on our soil by putting up the razor wire. So let's let's review. Joe Biden's administration has done away with Texas's ability to have buoys, although the federal government has kind of given them some leeway there to be able to do that. But they but the federal government said, no, you shouldn't you shouldn't do that. Why? That'll keep them out of here. Well, we, we don't want to keep them out of here. Why? Well, well, because uh, they're cheap labor. Uh, eventually, they will turn Democrat and they'll vote for us. I don't know. Uh, they've they've said you can't arrest them if they're le if illegal. You know the Democrats want us to believe that immigration is just immigration. They're, if they came here and they didn't follow the pathway that they're supposed to, they didn't follow the laws. They're still just immigrants, not illegal immigrants. But yes, they are illegal. They broke our laws. I don't know, Kenny, is it fair to say that the federal government has done just about everything it can to to dissuade Texas, to, to make Texas' uh, ability to try to control the flow of Im illegal immigrants across the border impossible? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you know, and it's sad, Brad, because nobody in America, no American city can have they don't have any idea what it's like because no, really texas don't. is on that line yeah. arizona, arizona california all those southern yeah. border states really but texas is where the flashpoint is texas yes. is where the main entry points are and the mayors of new york and chicago are getting a taste of what it's like and they're complaining they see the problems and yep. yet it continues it is going to be, in my humble estimation, the most critical issue this year when it comes to electing the president of the United States. Joe Biden may not understand it. He may be too feeble to understand it. 
Maybe he's gone off the deep end too far. But it was interesting. Today, Alpha News, which, by the way, is one of the few conservative publications in the state of Minnesota, Alpha News had a political cartoon done by, uh, I think his guy's name is Banco. They call him the Swamp Monster, but he does political cartoons. Anyway, he had one, and it said, it showed Mayorkas running towards the border, Texas border, where the wire was, and it says, it's illegal to keep us from breaking the law. Well, you know what it's illegal to do on the radio? It's illegal, not illegal, but it's unkind to keep a nice person like Shelley Peterson, who owns Promoting Me, from talking with us. Because here's the deal. If you own a business or you're thinking of own a business, let's say you're just, you're looking at a business or you've got a business currently, but it's not really performing the way you want it to, you might need the help of Shelley Peterson to simply change some things, to look at the way you're doing business, and bammo, you might have a concept that takes off like a shot. Is that fair to say, Shelley? <laughs> That is an absolutely fantastic transition. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, really, there yes, are there are a tremendous amount of <laughs> <laughs> there are a tremendous amount of businesses, though, aren't there out there that just they just sometimes they get so busy doing what they're doing every day, they really don't take the time to think. Boy, I could do so much more if I just changed a couple of things. Absolutely, and they don't have to be big things, right? We always say that we no. get so busy working in our business that we forget to work on our business. And um, you know, yes. one of—I'll give you a free tip here right now. I always say when you go from a hobby business to a real business, your business email address should not be a Gmail. It should be your domain name of your website. So if you are, you know, and I'll use promoting me as a sample, right? I shouldn't be promoting me LLC at gmail.com. I should be Shelly at promotingme.com, right? So you want to make your business valid because you don't want Google to get all your algorithm. You want your own no. domain to get your algorithm. I guess I'd never even thought of that, but that makes absolute sense. Yeah, you don't want yes. an LLC, Interesting. Because what'll happen is people people make a judgment call, right? When they when you they see your your assets out there in the marketplace, which is mostly digital these days, when they see a Gmail, it makes them take a step back and pause to say, Oh, okay, I'm gonna work with them today, they might be gone tomorrow, right? So it's kind of like maybe right. it's just a hobby business, maybe they started and it's like, well, you know, if they are as good as their services, then why don't they actually have a website or why don't they, you know, have some of the modern technologies or, you know, how do I know that I'm dealing with a legitimate business, right? Because a lot of people right. will use Gmail as a mask in some of these phishing and some of these, uh, you know, data breach campaigns out there. So it's really important to look like the business that you want to be. You know, I don't mean to put you on the spot, Shelley, but do you have off the cuff that you can think of any any businesses that you may have worked with that uh, when you get into setting up a system for them, you find out that just a minor thing makes a huge difference for them? 
Oh, absolutely. We're working with, in fact, I was on a, working with a client right now when you called in originally, and we're going through, didn't realize that the uh, their website hadn't been uh, Google indexed correctly. So it was just a couple of minor little steps, and we went through and recategorized some um, search engine keywords in there and let Google re-index it. That will automatically help them perform much better. Wow. You know, I got I to gotta relate a quick story to you. A number of years ago, my wife and I were down in Iowa and we went to visit the, uh, what do they call it, Field of Dreams? You know, the baseball field where they made the movie? Well, there's a little town right where that is. And we're we're going through this little town and um, we stopped and I went into this little store and they had the biggest collection of uh, of farm tractors and, you know, toy tractors and toy farm equipment that I'd ever seen in my life. And I thought, I said to the clerk, I said, boy, this is fantastic. You got a lot of great stuff in here, but how do you sell anything out here in the middle of the country? And the guy looked at me and just in a dumbfound statement, he said, you ever heard of the internet? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yes. You know, some of the things that we have in our businesses that are what we call our hidden gems, if we don't share them properly, how do people know about them? So we've got a fantastic opportunity, which is websites and algorithms and, you know, some of the digital technologies that, you know, are are late breaking and people just um, do not realize what's out there until they start to have a strategy session and we put together a look at all their digital assets and then I get this look like, who would have ever known? And then we continue on. And people are just dumbfounded that things have changed so much since they originally set their websites up. So I always say when you do a review, if it's been two years since you've set your website up, it might be time for a reevaluation. Absolutely. Now, I would assume, and maybe assumption is a bad thing, but I would assume when you talk to a new client or potential new client, one of the first things you want to do is visit their business and find out what they're all about. Exactly. I'll visit them. Oftentimes we'll do just a a free introduction call just so I can get a feel for what they're looking for, you know, what their areas. I'm, I'm big on measurement tools. So for me, anything worth doing is worth measuring. And if you can't measure it, why are you doing it? So I always ask that question, you know, how do you, how do you measure success? Is that financial? Is that the number of employees that use it? your recruitment strategy? Is it sales through your online platforms? What is success to you? And that's usually where we start. And then we break it down from there and then say, okay, now how do we maximize that? How do we make sure that you're getting exactly the exposure and the sales that you want and the recognition in the marketplace? So people realize that you're different. So I always say you should be motivated by the fear of being average. Well, listen, Northlanders, we we have been talking with Shelly Peterson, who is the CEO of her uh, company, Promoting Me. In other words, how do you promote yourself? How, how do you grow your business by promoting your business? And if you would like to uh, sit down and uh, talk to her about how you might be able to start a business or expand a business, You can reach her very simply by dialing her up at uh, area code 218-393-6670. That's 218-393-6670. Or uh, simply go to your computer and type in promotingme.com and uh, make contact with her. And you'd be more than happy to sit down with these people. 
I'd be interested after we talk a while, uh, after we've done this for a while, to see if if we had some local businesses that have said, you know what? And and I know that, like I said, businesses many times get so wrapped up in their day-to-day operating, turning the key in the morning, opening up, locking it at night, that they forget about the bigger picture on how to grow. Exactly. Or make themselves recession-proof or make sure that they have a good runway of employees who want to work for their organization because they are all tied together. Well, great stuff, Shelley. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed talking with you, and uh, we hope that people will simply pick up the phone and dial Shelley Peterson, promoting me at 218-393-6670. we got to take our first break here of hour number three, and we'll be back shortly. KDAL. It is his voice that said immediately surge to the border. You should come. This is Biden's mess. What happens next? Our entire country is now a sanctuary nation. Will happen here. You can stream us 24-7 at KDAL610.com. KDAL time is 129-28 at the Army Corps of Engineers, 28 in Canal Park. Uh, Winds are out of the northeast. Uh, They're light, about five miles an hour. And, Brad, you were talking about it earlier, uh, immigration, illegal immigration, and this is on Joe Biden, Brad. This is his doing. It is. He, uh, it is. he had uh, discontinued, um, um, what was it? Not, I, I think, I'm thinking a level 42. I think that's a song <laughs> for a band. <laughs> well, um, yeah, but no, uh, I forget what they call yeah. something 42. Yeah. It was Trump, Trump had installed to keep people south of the border. Yes, and uh, here we are with this uh, border issue, and it's uh, something that maybe we can talk about after you talk to Chris Dahlberg. All right, let's do that. Chris Dahlberg, good afternoon. And he forgot to say the weather is foggy. <laughs> Look, the weather is nice, but I don't want to see you putting on your shorts, running down uh, Canal Park. <laughs> it's not that good. You know, Chris, you're right. It is I foggy. I thought it was the smoke from the roaster at Duluth Coffee Company, but it is. And I will be out on the lake walk tonight because it's the first night of the Grandma's Running Training Group, and uh, yes, I'm crazy enough, I'm running the Grandma's Marathon this year. Oh, no. Are you doing the full? I am, unfortunately. Okay. (laughs) There's going to be a lot of pain involved. Lemon Drop Hill is going to kick your butt. That's right. At least they've, they've leveled it off since I ran it back in 77. Oh, is that right? I, I didn't they with the construction. I think they took a little bit out of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Brad, I thought for so, the uh, Dahlberg Law Office, talk about estate planning. Uh, for the okay. listeners, we've been talking years, wills and trusts, but remember, when you come in to get your will or estate planning done, it's not only just doing that. We also take care of the power of attorney or the health care directive. Now, the health care directive is a good one. Every listeners probably every time you go into the hospital, they say, "Do you have a health care directive on file? Did, did right. you fill out one yet?" So when you come into our law office, that's part of the process. We will do one for you, and then what we do is we say, "Do we have your permission? Can we send it up to the hospital?" And so then it gets up there in the records, and then the hope is is that you know even if you have to go to Mayo or wherever out of the local area electronically, they can see it and say, "Okay." Uh, your child, this child is in charge of your, you're making your decisions if you can. So 
Uh, that's one of the many things we do, so call the Dahlberg Law Office at 218-722-5809. You know, can you just briefly, Chris, uh, talk about what you were talking about yesterday? I thought it was a great thing. Uh, you know, you don't want to exclude a child out of your will, but if you've had nothing but problems with a child, if that child has not helped you out and they're, you know, with uh, issues or whatever, there are ways that you can do it. And I love the way, I love the saying that you used where it's not meant to be disciplinary or how did you put it? Well, what I do is I, I put an intentional mission clause. In, That's and it, I make intentional it clear, I mission. Say, yeah. yeah, I say we've intentionally omitted Joey, and it's not for lack of love. Because, you know, there's many parents uh, out there who are disappointed with their kids. Maybe they've done the wrong things, but you never as a parent lose that love or you shouldn't of your child. Exactly. Uh, so, so we just want to, you know, make it because these can be read down the road. You know, your children might... And even if your child has been kind of the black sheep and gone away from the family, it's nice to send the message at least they remember in their mind, okay, in the end of the day, mom yep. or dad loved me. So, all right, exactly. call the Dahlberg Law Office. We'll take care of you. All right. <laughs> What's the number? How do we call? Yeah, 218-722-5809, 218-722-5809. And Dahlberg Law is on that World Wide Web at Already. Take care. Very good, my friend. Thank you. CBS News is on the way. KDAL time, 137.29 in Superior, Northeast Winds. They're light. Uh, this is the band Level 42, not Title 42. <laughs> okay. <laughs> gotcha. I, I, I got hung up on Title 42, but what was Title 42, Brad? It was the Trump well, administration. Was... They used yes. Title 42 to essentially override immigration laws that allowed people to ask for asylum. After entering illegally. That's all it right. was. Yep. And it said we could send them back across the border. And Joe Biden said, nope, we're not going to do that. That's inhumane. That's not who we are. Well, who are we, Joe? Because 70% yeah. of Americans aren't happy with your border policy. Exactly. 70% are not So happy. who are we, Joe? Yeah. Well, according to Joe, we are just uh, open policy. You, you know, you look at... You look at some of these things. For example, the Congressional Budget Office this morning said that during the Biden administration, there has been 6.2 million illegal immigrants in just three years that have come into this country through what they call the parole loophole. So maybe the this slogan what, should change to that's who we are. Yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we're a country where we parole everybody in and just let them go. Uh, you know, what you, the the inflow, by the way, in 2023 also included 600 and, or I'm sorry, 860,000 gotaways who sneaked past Biden's half-built, lightly guarded border wall 
and another 430,000 people who remained in the United States long after their visas had expired. In other words, they broke the law to get here. We gave them a visa. Now they broke the law and they stayed beyond the time it was in, it was expired, after it was expired. So Biden's three-year inflows is 1.2 million, 2.7 million, 3.3 million up to October of 2023 add up to 6.2 million illegal immigrants. Now, what is happening with these people? What are what are they doing once they get here other than getting their free big jug of water as they come through the gate or through sneak through the wall? Well, in in Den- Denver, Colorado recently, there has been so many illegal immigrants coming in <clears throat> that show up at the Denver hospitals and say, hey, well, they can't speak English, so they say through an interpreter. Most of them can't anyway. So they say through an interpreter, hey, we were told we can get some health care here. And the hospital says, uh, uh, what kind of medical card do you have? Well, I have none. I don't have a medical card. Well, how are you going to pay for it? Well, uh, this is America. We're not going to pay for health care. We're not going to pay for our stops. Well, according to the Denver Post, the city's hospital system, known as Denver Health, is now on the brink of collapse as waves of illegal immigrants arrive without any means of paying for medical treatment. In 2023, Denver Health provided $136 million in care that it didn't receive any compensation for. See, that's, that the hidden, in, that's the hidden part of this, Brad. Exactly. Exactly. That figure includes care to people covered by Medicaid when the rates the program paid didn't cover the full cost, she said. About $100 million of that went to people living in Denver. And Denver CEO Donna Lynn told the Post that in 2023, about 8,000 border crossers and illegal aliens living in Denver made some 20,000 visits to the hospital system, costing local taxpayers millions in unpaid medical bills. Lynn said illegal immigrants to Denver is going to break the city's hospital system. Breitbart News has chronicled illegal immigration often sticks American taxpayers with billions in unpaid medical costs that drive hospital systems to the brink. And in fact, it was interesting because the other night I'm sitting watching one of the channels and they're interviewing some illegal immigrants that just walked through the... There was a little gap in one of the walls and they were walking through. Two of the women were pregnant as you-know-what. I mean, it looked like they were ready to burst any moment. And the reporter asked him, um, uh, you know, you look like you're ready to have a child. said, that's why we're coming here, because you have a good health system or we're on our way to a hospital to have the babies. Well, you know they had no money in their pockets ready to pay for any of this. And like you said, Kenny, this is the the hidden deal about this whole illegal immigration problem. It's costing they us show all. Up. Because yes. these unpaid doctor bills, Brad, who pays it? It must be the state. 
or the it federal is. government, wherever the money's and coming who, from. And that well, and comes who, from taxpayers. From us. Yeah. From yeah. us. Yes. You know, it's interesting it comes, because there is a YouGov uh, site, and they were asked, they asked respondents, which of the nine issues do you think is most important uh, facing this country today? And uh, they didn't list them all, but the topics were the state of uh, democracy, health care, uh, the wars in Gaza and Ukraine. Inflation came out on top. The biggest okay. important problem as identified by respondents. But immigration and the border was a very near second finisher. The most yep. important problem facing the United States in the mind, minds of Americans and in case you're wondering, the state of democracy finished in third. Yeah. But these are issues, Brad, where 63% of those polled, the response, 63% of those polled stated the administration should be tougher on immigrants trying to cross the border. So, again, I would ask Joe Biden when he says that's not who we are when it comes to Title 42. And, well, who the heck well, are we? Exactly. <laughs> There's a breaking point here, Brad, and you know what it's going to be? There is. It's going to be, yeah. it's going to be in November. It's going to be when people vote, and they're going to say, H with you, Joe. We're, done with, we're done with you. Go take yeah. care of Hunter. Take care of yourself because you got some serious issues, and uh, we're going to uh, make America, we're gonna gonna make America great again. Did I just say that? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yes, I'm going to be labeled. But you know, oh. but you know here's CIA's a couple things, me, Brad. Uh, oh, they're spying <laughs> on me. Oh, they're checking my phone. <laughs> hey, we did CBS News, did we not? Yes. Okay, good. Well, then I got a minute or two here, so yep. I'm just going to finish this up. A, a couple things. You You heard about the medical issue. That's one issue. Another one is education. But see, in education, the public education system, they don't care. You flood the schools, you know, you got a you got a school that's already 30 people to a classroom or whatever. They don't care. The heads of the teachers union say, hey, bring them on. Because for every student that comes into the system, we get another ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000 from the state. When's the state going to run out of that money? Well, because do these people pay taxes? Well, not yet, but they might someday. Well, but in the meantime, they're not. And not only are they costing the same amount of money that regular, that American, you know, people that live here regularly send their kids to school. No, they got a greater cost because the majority of these people can't speak English. So we can't teach them in English. We got to teach them English as a second language. We got to teach them other laws. It's an enormous amount of money that is being spent and then, Kenny, the other side of the issue is do we have a problem with some of these illegals coming in? For example, a story this morning uh, off the Breitbart News. A man believed to be an African migrant from Morocco made an ominous threat after crossing the Mexican border into Arizona. The reporter asked him, where are you from? And his response was, soon you're going to know who I am, he told an independent journalist. Soon you're going to know who I am. Is there that you, a threat? Um, maybe. Um, but more of a threat, Brad, is now the TSA 
And I don't know if you've seen these stories. There was a, was it a senator, a congressperson? I don't remember who it was. But they were concerned that the TSA is green, uh, green light and a lot of these illegal immigrants around uh, TSA regulations and putting them on airplanes. Yeah. What? And I heard that and I thought, wait a second. So this is totally out of control. Something big is going to happen, Brad. This can't. The- there, this can't go yeah. on like this without something big happening. I hope the big thing is this November because something's got to change. We need help. Yeah. Because we're not getting any help that- from uh, Joe and his organization. No. And that's what it is, Brad. It's an organization that's out of control, run amok. He's got people in there that are incompetent and aren't doing a very good job. Like Mayorkas. Took the words Listen, right out I know of my the mouth. phones are jammed. Uh, do we do we have to take our Minnesota break first, or can we get some of these calls? Let's squeeze in Dan from Wrenchall. Okay, Dan. Good afternoon. The number one issue is a legitimate election. If we don't have a legitimate election, uh, they're going to cheat and they're going to do what they did before. And uh, so I, I'm very skeptical about that because they're going to try to do the. You know, the vote ahead of time, right in, the whole thing like that. And I I think that we're not just fighting the so-called Democrats. We're fighting China because China's involved in all this kind of stuff. As we know with the virus, you know, they, they twisted our election. That's that's what I'm worried about, Dan, is that the, another virus taking over right during the election process and all of a sudden— uh, because of health concerns, we have to shut down the way we do voting. That's where you're going to have some real issues. Exactly. And there, it's it's not a legitimate thing. It's it's done by China and, and the people that work in the uh, what you call the deep stake or the swamp. They don't want Trump in there because Trump is a threat to the status quo where a bunch of people are making a bunch of money, getting rich off of being a politician. And uh, sadly, on the blood of our soldiers and and civilians around the world, we got to stop this awful thing that's going on. You know, we've got all these wars going on. We've got all these illegals coming into our country. It's got to stop. But if we don't have a a true election, you know, um, it won't stop. They'll just get some other slime ball in there. Well, it it certainly, I mean, there has been, thank you, Dan, there has been some changes to the system that has toughened the system to make it a little harder to to cheat and do some of the things that a lot of concerns about. But I I really, I said it before, I'll say it again, then we got to take our Minnesota news. We've got to get back to a system where you show up at the polling place on election day, you show an identification that that states you are legal to vote, and then you get one piece of paper that you vote and put into the machine. None of this showing up in the dark of night, pouring uh, God knows how many ballots into a box that's out in the middle of nowhere. That's got to stop. We got to go to Minnesota News. We'll be back. KDAL time, 156 Sky Harbor, some fog and mist, 28 degrees. See, well, Brad, you know what, Northland? if I could, yeah. we do have Jeff from Superior. Jeff, you've got less than 60 seconds, and he's been holding for a while, Brad, and okay. wants to say something. Jeff, go, Betty, go. <laughs> well, I wanted to acknowledge, I just heard today, Charles Godgood, Osgood passed away. He was 91. 
Um, yes, CBS, I heard that. He really, and he really enhanced CBS news and broadcasting with Sunday morning and the Osgood files on the radio. He used to say, I'll see you on the radio. <laughs> but uh, I like that. I, wanted yeah. I wanted to acknowledge him. He was a great American, in my opinion. All right, super. You did a great job. Thank you. Yeah, Charles Osgood uh, has passed away at age 91. Well, listen, folks, we'll be back at it tomorrow. We'll have the results of the uh, New Hampshire primary for you when we come back with the Wednesday edition of Sound Off right here on KDAO. And tonight we're going to watch uh, the Minnesota Wild try to win a hockey game. We're going to listen to them on the radio, 710. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what I do, Kenny? I listen on the radio and I watch the TV at the same there time. There you go. 7 o'clock, drop of the puck, Brad. All right. Talk to you then.